I've come to the conclusion that the circumstances dictate that in, in the interest of the Honorable Deputy President, the government, our young democratic system and our country, it would be best to release Honorable Jacob Zuma from his responsibilities as Deputy President of the Republic and member of the Cabinet. The decision to discontinue the charges against President Jacob Zuma has been changed and therefore the judgment means it must now resume and go to court before those charges can be cleared. It is our view that his feelings of anger and betrayal caused him to act impulsively and irrationally, considering the factors as stated in the preceding paragraphs. He did not allow himself to consider the question whether the very decision he was about to take could be regarded by other people facing similar charges throughout South Africa as a breach of the principle of equality before the law or that it would be an abuse of process to discontinue charges against people of high profile or standing in the community. The NPA ignored its own views as set out in the draft letter that was to be sent to Mr. Harley, which conveyed the following. I quote, the conflict between your client's defense and prosecution's evidence can only be determined if all the evidence the prosecution and your client wish to adduce is presented and tested in a court of law, unquote. For the reasons set out about, above, this court finds that there are no, that there is no substance in the submissions of the respondents and the amicus curiae. Conclusion and finding. Having regard to the constructors of the evidence before us, we find that Mr. Mse found himself under pressure and he decided to discontinue the prosecution of Mr. Zuma and consequently made an irrational decision. Considering the situation in which he found himself, Mr. Mse ignored the importance of the oath of office which demanded him to act independently and without fear and favor. It is thus our view that the envisaged prosecution against Mr. Zuma was not tainted by the allegations against Mr. McCarthy. Mr. Zuma should face the charges as outlined in the indictment. The respondents further argued that since the charges against Mr. Zuma were formally withdrawn on 8 April 2009 after Mr. Mche decided to discontinue the prosecution, the order sought in the notice of motion may be of no consequence. We are constrained to state that, said, that the said technical argument was not raised in the papers and it cannot render, render the order we are to make hearing inept and ineffective. This court, for reasons stated, stated above, finds that the decision of first April 2009 by Mr. Mche to discontinue the prosecution of the case against Mr. Zuma is irrational and should be reviewed and set aside. I deal with the costs. The costs follow the result and the respondents should bear the cost of this application jointly and severally, the one paying the other to be absolved. Concerning the amicus curiae, in exercising our judicial discretion, we think it would be appropriate 
it, we think it would not be appropriate to make a cost order against it because it was admitted by the court and the opposition to its application was withdrawn by the applicant. Furthermore, the applicant did not persist that a cause order should be made against the amicus curiae. In the premises, it is hereby ordered, one, the application succeeds, two, the decision of the first respondent dated 1st April 2009 to discontinue the prosecution of the case against the third respondent in accordance with the indictment served on him on the 28th December 2007 is reviewed and set aside. Three, the first, second and third respondents are ordered jointly and severally to pay the costs of the applicant including costs of three counsel. And four, no cost order is made against the amicus curiae. This is the judgment of this court. For some legal analysis on the judgment today, we have on the line the director from BDK Attorneys, Ulrich Rue. Ulrich, thanks for joining us once again. Good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. I, I hope you had a chance to hear what Musi Maimane had, had to say on this. I mean, how do you understand the judgment today? Well, it's, it's uh, basically what the court found is that the, the decision not to continue with the prosecution was the wrong decision taken by the NPA and that it should be set aside. So, unfortunately, to blow the bubble of a lot of people, I think this does not automatically mean that the charges will be reinstituted against uh, Jacob Zuma, but simply that the decision made not to continue with the prosecution should be set aside, and it is now for the NPA to decide whether they will uh, prosecute him once again. So, at this point in time, I think uh, it it would be fair to say that, that Jacob Zuma is a suspect in a charge of corruption that will be that could be brought against him, but he's not an accused person as yet, as he's not before court facing those charges. Ulrich, uh, what are these these you know some of the statements made by the judge today? What implication does it have on the NPA? You know, the, Judge Ludwabes repeatedly says that these were surprising decisions taken by the NPA, irrational decisions, and, and that there wasn't even a meeting of senior management on the decision. He said there was no political conspiracy. What impact does that have mm. on the NPA? And and you know, as a lawyer in court, hearing this from a judge. Yeah. Well, certainly, you know, one must look at the at the slogan of the NPA, and that is to to prosecute without fear or favour. And the NPA has a has a, a great um, a duty on it to always prosecute objectively. And when a person has broken a law in terms of of our criminal procedure Act and in terms of our legislation, that person, regardless of who he is or, or what position he holds, should be prosecuted, and it should be for a court to decide whether that person should be convicted or acquitted on, on that specific charge. So definitely I think it is, uh, you know, it goes towards the credibility of of uh, Mr. Mshe who took the decision uh, in 2009 not to continue with the charges. And, um, you know, it's for the NPA now to show whether they will take the right decision going forward. Ulrich, course, I'm going to ask you just to hold on the line, Ulrich, because we, we, we will like to continue our conversation with you. But we do have uh, the spokesperson for the National Prosecuting Authority, Livuyo Mfaku. Thank you for joining us, Livuyo. Good afternoon. 
Good afternoon. You know, we, we've just been talking to a, a legal expert on, on the NPA, and, you know, he was saying to us one of the slogans of the NPA is to prosecute without fear or favor. Uh, after what you heard from the judge today, do you think you do that job? Of course, there's no doubt about it. We prosecute right without fear, favor, or prejudice. But as far as the judgment is concerned, I can only today say that we, we note the judgment of the High Court of Pretoria. We, however, are not in a position to comment at this stage. Please allow us space to consider the judgment, reflect on it. Once that, once that process is finalized, we can be in a position to engage on the judgment. Mm. Uh, how does the MPA deal with some of the, the statements that were made today by a judge? And, and surely this is going to have an impact on your integrity and credibility in the eyes of the public. Some of the things that the judge had to say repeatedly that these were surprising decisions taken by the NPA, irrational decisions, and that there wasn't even a meeting of senior management on the decision to drop these charges against, uh, against President Jacob Zuma. How do you feel this affects your integrity in the public's light? We can only articulate ourselves once uh, we have finalized the process of engaging this particular judgment. It has just been delivered. Therefore, it would be unfair for us to, 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 to comment before we engage with it. Allow us that opportunity. Then we will engage the public on all the issues that you have raised. Is, is there any plan to appeal? We cannot pronounce ourselves on that. We'll have to look. To engage with the judgment, reflect on it, and then we can we'll make we'll take a position, an informed position, once we've completed that process. Levuya, could you tell us how much the costs are in a case like this? Because the judge did dismiss these with costs today, so taxpayers will be asking, how much of this bill are they paying? Out, uh, out of hand, from the cuff, estimate the cost, and uh, if, if, if you're actually interested in establishing the cost involved then it, it, it would be another inquiry for another day that we have to establish. But uh, right now, I cannot actually, off the cuff, tell you what are the costs. But we do not, when we pursue justice, we do not uh, quantify. We don't look at the issue of costs in pursuance of justice. Levuya Mfaku, thank you very much for joining us. The National Prosecuting Authority spokesperson. We're back on the line with Ulrich Rue. He's uh, the director at BDK Attorneys, giving us some legal commentary on this. Ulrich, I mean, you heard what the NPA had to say. They've still got to study this judgment. That's going to take them some time. How did they go about doing that? Well, I don't know how much you want to study the judgment, but, I mean, at the end of the day, the decision made by the court was that it was irrational of the NPA to to not continue the prosecution in 2009. So that is what the judgment comes down to. And, uh, you know, just to finish on, on what I said earlier, obviously there's a, there's a new uh, National Director of Public Prosecutions at the helm now, Mr. Sean Abrams, and uh, I've certainly come uh, across him many times, and uh, and, I, and I think he's a, he's a man with great integrity. And, um, you know, if there's a, if there's a case for... President Jacob Zuma to answer to, then one would expect that the NPA shows the integrity and the credibility to reinstitute those charges. And if he's an innocent man, then he can prove it in court. But our, our um, uh, NPA, the, the, the act governing the NPA is clear that if a person faces a, a prima facie case, in other words, on the face of it, if it appears that a case needs to be answered to, then he should answer to that in a court of law. And one would I have to wait and see whether they do take that decision.
Back in 2009, when, when President Thabo Mbeki at the time took the decision to fire uh, his deputy president, Jacob Zuma, he, he wasn't president mm. at the time. He was merely deputy president. In 2009, the charges were dropped. Today, uh, Jacob Zuma is a sitting president. D- does the law of the country mm. a- allow for a sitting president to be prosecuted? Um, yes, of course it does. Uh, the the law and the constitution does not distinguish between a president uh, of the country or a, a homeless person on the street. Everyone is equal before the law in South Africa, and that's why we have a, a constitution, and that's why we are regarded as a democratic society. So it does not uh, matter what position you hold, you are not above the law. And if you do break the law, then you should face the consequences. Ulrich, as a lawyer, I mean, how much does it cost your time in court? You know, we were trying to get an idea of how much taxpayers are paying here mm. for this case. I, I mean, could you give us uh, maybe not a, a figure for this case, but a, but a sort of ballpark figure we could we could work with? <laughs> how long is a piece of string? That's a, that's a big question, actually. It's, uh, uh, it's very difficult to tell. I mean, one would have to look at, uh, you know, as you say, it's been ongoing since 2009, so that's seven years now. Um, the, the president's senior counsel is a is a brilliant advocate by the name of Kemp, Jake Kemp, and uh, he certainly doesn't come cheap. Um, but yeah, senior counsels today charge uh, approximately forty thousand rand per day plus plus VAT on that. So you know, if you want to do the sums, uh, that's just the advocate fees. Then you've got to add all the the attorneys' costs um, and all of the the disbursements that goes with that as well. Something you know, you're talking about Melinda Rand spent in legal fees, yeah. Ulrich Rue, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, he's the director at BDK Attorneys. You're welcome to comment on this story. Three four seven zero one is your SMS hotline. We have on the line the ANC spokesperson Zizi Codwa. Thank you for joining us, Mr. Codwa. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. Thanks very much for having us. Well, what is the ANC's reaction today to the court judgment? We note the judgment delivered by the North Houghton High Court. We also note the fact that uh, what was before the court was the application for review. It was not an application to deal with the guilt or not. But also we note the fact that there are no charges against President Zuma as we speak. And it's important that uh, we appreciate what the court had had to do and ordered in relation to what the NPA is processes how it must, uh, in fact, review the decision which was taken by the acting uh, NPA head at that time, um, Chair. You know, back in 2009, when the decision to drop these charges were announced uh, against President Jacob Zuma, many had come out in support of that decision, saying that the decision at the time to, you know, press these charges against Zuma were politically tainted. Do you take back some of those sentiments now? They were expressed by your alliance leaders as well within Kasatu. The issue was the court did not deal with those issues. The court had to deal with whether the decision to discontinue was rational uh, in terms of the powers of the of the NPA, and it dealt with those issues in detail in its judgment. What then is the ANC's, what we said in 2009, because it's not like President Zuma has been found or is facing any charges for us to restate what you said in 2009. I, I, you know, I have a Kasati press statement that says Kasati welcomes the decision of the NPA to withdraw all charges against Jacob Zuma. That was back in 2009 by an alliance, by, by an alliance grouping of, of the ANC. I mean, do, do you take back statements like that, welcoming the decision of the NPA to withdraw charges when today it's been found to be an irrational decision by the NPA? 
It was a decision of the NPA. It was not a decision of Kosati. It was not a decision of the ANC. And I think we must have, we must assert uh, our our judiciary and our support for the judiciary. That is some of the, the final arbiter. That whatever decisions we take, they can be subjected either to review. So it's not like there was something wrong with that decision taken at the time. But over time, given the fact that anybody can go to court and make uh, an application for a review, and the the applicants to this case did exactly what is allowed in terms of the law. And I don't think necessarily what happened in 2009 was incorrect for us to support the decision of the MPA. And now it's for the MPA to actually take further the judgment and review the decision as ordered by the court, whether it's making an appeal, takes this on appeal, that is for the decision of the independence of the ANC. What impact do you think this has on the NPA in the public's image? Well, of course, there will always be different interpretations and perceptions, whether in the NPA or not. But I think what is important is that uh, we must have a firm assertion and the belief as a final arbiter on matters where everybody will equally follow the law, nobody is above the law, even the fact that the court can rule against Unfortunately, it seems we've lost that line to the ANC spokesperson, Zizi Kodwa. Well, you heard what he had to say. You're welcome to respond on 34701 at SAFM Midday Live, or you can find me at Darshan Mudley. That SMS hotline again, 34701. Each of those SMSs cost you one rand. And, of course, we will read out more tweets and SMSs for you. But we want to give the ANC spokesperson a chance to finish off his comments. Zizi Kodwa, thank you again. Sorry about the line dropping there. But I think we must welcome the fact that our court is the final arbiters could rule against even the highest office in the land, President Mandela, President Deke, President Zuma as well. And I think it's affirmation that our democracy is maturing. Thank you very much, Zizi Kodwa from the ANC. It's 21 minutes to one.